What up, everybody? Happy fucking Tuesday. Uh, the week is here. Uh, see, it's here. Yesterday we kicked off the week with Kingdom Collapse. And today we got another band. And I'm feeling like absolute shit. So you guys know I record, you know, days in advance. And today's actually Friday for me. And I don't know if I'm having allergies. I don't know if it's a sinus infection, a head cold, or what. But it's definitely not COVID, so that's good. But I feel like absolute ass but you know what i'm still here i'm still talking to you guys because that's what i love to fucking do even when i'm under the weather i'm not feeling great talking to you guys talking to bands and listening to music always leaves me in a happy place so i hope that you guys take something from that because sometimes it's easier to get off your ass even when you're not feeling well and getting out there and doing what you need to do because that might make you feel better than just laying in bed and doing absolutely fucking nothing or laying on the couch and watching How I Met Your Mother reruns like I've been doing all day. But that's beside the point. I'm here now, and we're going to go ahead and listen to some fucking jams. So let's fucking do this shit, shall we? In life, and in music... There is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell, or something somebody doesn't want to hear. These are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. Welcome everybody to the dark side of music. I am the great and powerful king of kings, emperor of all that is awesome. Derek, how the hell are you doing today on this beautiful Tuesday, March 22nd of the year that is 2022? Like I said, we kicked off the week great yesterday with an amazing conversation with Kingdom Collapse. And shit, a bunch more stuff has just been booked up. Um... Like I said, um, we've got Lilazar coming up very, very soon to help promote uh, Welcome to Rockville. We've got Bad Wolves coming up. We've got Radkey coming up. We've got so much other shit coming up here in the next couple weeks. I hope you all are ready for this shit because we're not slowing down and we're not giving up. We're, we're just trudging through, doing what we got to do, bringing a whole bunch of music to the people and a whole bunch of good stories to tell as well. So... That's exactly what we're going to do to fucking night. And tonight begins a whole other chapter of things I'm fucking promoting this year. Because a band that is just announced yesterday, which was Thursday for us. but So this past Thursday for Metal in the Mountains, along with the band Messer, Lines of Loyalty, Ginger, and Stabbing Westward, playing Metal in the Mountains August 25th, 26th, 27th, and 28th. The band with me tonight is Artifice. Ah, great fucking band out of Tennessee. Lots of good shit happening for them, especially, like I said, Metal of the Mountains, among others. But we'll get to all that and more after we come back and that we play a little bit of their music. So off of their album that was released in January last year, Reflections, here is the song, Safe. 
That was Safe by Artifacts off their album's Reflections from last year in January. Let's go ahead and get the band on and have some nice fucking conversation now, shall we? What up, what What's up? up? What's up? What's going on, gentlemen? How the hell are you? Doing good, man. Doing all right, man. How about you? Uh, I've been better. Feel that. <laughs> fucking, I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure if it's allergies or a head cold or what, but I feel like absolute ass. It started to hit man, me. I've never had, I've never had any allergy problems until this year, and it's just been punching me in the face all year long. Uh, my, my nose and my fucking inside of my mouth and my head. It just, I, I don't, like I said, it could be just a head cold too, but all I know is I feel like ass and I am thankful that the weekend is here and I get to enjoy the weekend because I need a fucking break. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how's everything going for you guys? Going all right. Good, man. Uh, we're just uh, staying busy, getting content out, uh, getting ready to get back on the road here soon and uh, just taking care of business, you know? Yeah, big day yesterday. Um, guys were announced for Metal in the Mountains as well. Yeah, that'll be a fun show. We're pumped about that. Uh, starting to get the festivals going, and that's something we've been, uh, you know, wanting to get a take a good shot at, uh, you know, for the last handful of years. And so to start getting on the festivals, we're excited about it, ready to get in front of these crowds and show them what Artifice is about, you know? Yeah, um, and festivals are the fucking way to go because... 100%. I mean, you get so many walks of life at these festivals because they're not all metalheads. They're not all just rocks, you know, fans. They're not all just, you know, punk fans. They're a little bit of everything. And it's a chance for them to discover something new and something that they've never heard before. And it's an opportunity for bands to grow outside of their little hometown or their region or whatever they're at. Um, it's, yeah. it's truly a, a, an experience for everyone involved. And it's such an amazing time. No doubt. Uh, we, we've played a few f- festivals in the past and it always just goes over really well. Cause I mean, like you said, you know, you can go play a, a club tour, you know, and, and play in front of, you know, a couple hundred people a night and, and run into a lot of the same people tour after tour, or you, when you hit these festivals, it's like opening yourself up to, you know, a whole new market every time. Exactly. Because people will travel from out of town, across the country, across, you know, you know, from country to country to visit festivals mm-hmm. just because the the lineups. And, you know, that's what's really, really cool about what I've seen this year is the festival lineups, while they're kind of staying the same across the major ones, they're also very vastly different too, sure. um, which has been really cool to watch as far as like DWP goes. You know, each one of the, the festival headliners, you know, for all four of their major events, they're different this year, which is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and for the, sure. the lineups on each day is different. So, yeah, well, well, there for, you know, a couple of years, it was like, you looked at all the festival lists and it's like, well, I can just pick one to go to because it's the same people at all of them, you know? Yeah. And again, while some of them are going from festival to festival, to festival, to festival, there's a lot of them that aren't, you know, like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I noticed like ice nine kills is at Rockville this year, but not to I me, mean, not at Rockville, but they're at aftershock. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Kiss is only going to be at after. Sh- I mean, at uh, Welcome to Rockville as well. And it's like, what the hell? Kiss is at a freaking you know festival this year. Guns and Roses is at a festival this year. What the hell yeah. is going on? It, it's 
<laughs> it's a great time this year to be a music fan. Last year was a good little because we, you know, toward the end of the year, we definitely had a lot of festivals. We had a lot of concerts. It was all cram packed into one, you know, four or five month time period. But mm-hmm. again, it was still a lot of repeating acts, a lot of repeating stuff. This year is completely different, and it's it's something that I'm really, really, really stoked to see. Yeah, and, you know, another thing is, like, through COVID, you know, a lot of bands uh, stopped touring, you know, period. And so a lot, of, a, lot of, a, a lot of things are starting to open it up for the bands that are keeping touring. You know, there's, there's a little more more room to get up in in a in a better place uh whether it be on the festival lineup or on uh you know bigger tours or whatnot you know uh five years ago you know me and the guys could name you off just a stupid amount like a stupid list of so many bands that are touring and whatnot and now I, i feel like you know put the majors aside you know now i could count that probably two hands you know in in our genre of the bands that that have kept touring through that and uh, so we're we're hoping to just stay on that train and and uh, ride that wave out absolutely um and then also at the same time a lot of those bands you know while i understand both sides of the coin a lot of those bands that are the majors um couldn't you know didn't release any music during covid they, mm-hmm. you know, because they couldn't tour because they're like, if we can't tour it, was why release it? Which, again, I right. completely get it, but at the same time, you know, I kind of felt abandoned during that time by some of my favorite bands. But that also gave sure. me the opportunity, A, as a person in the media, but also, like, I'm first, I'm a fucking fan, to find all these right. other bands that I never knew existed. And last mm-hmm. January, when I first heard about you guys and listened to Reflections for the first time, I was like, holy shit. You know, would I, be, would I have been able to find you guys last January if, you know, everybody else was still putting out music? Maybe. But who knows? Yeah, maybe. But, right, right. But I don't play in maybes. I play in the fact that it didn't happen, so I was able to find you guys and able to find a whole bunch of other bands that said, fuck it, we're going to go ahead and do what we got to do to put out an album for our fans during COVID. Let's go ahead and do it. And absolutely, those are the bands I appreciate the most. And those are the bands that really deserve some recognition this year. And I'm glad to see a lot of those bands on some of these festivals and some of these uh, tours getting out there and getting the recognition they truly deserve because they were there for us when we, we needed it the most during COVID. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, um, you know, that was the one good thing about COVID is it gave us an opportunity to really get this record together the way we wanted it to get to be put together and uh you know i don't know how familiar you are familiar you are with the process that we went through on this record but you know we went to uh you know a handful of different places to record it and get going and at the end of the day you know we looked at each other and we decided to to basically do away with what we had done and kind of get a fresh start at it and produce the record ourselves because we wanted to make the record we wanted without somebody always, you know, telling us like, Hey, you need to do it this way. You need to do it this way. You know? So we were like, screw it. Let's just make the record we want. And if we love it and if we want to listen to it, then, you know, hopefully that's going to translate over to people. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, I've mentioned this a couple of times um, on the show because I think it was such a amazing thing to hear. Last year, I remember listening to a interview with um, Matt Heafy from uh, Trivium, 
And he was mm-hmm. like, you know, for the last couple of albums, we've just decided to say, you know, screw it and be selfish and write music that we wanted to listen to. And if yeah. that translated to what our fans wanted, great. If not, at least we were true to who we are and we put out music that made us happy. And yeah. I, I love that because the thing about it is fans know if that ma- if that song makes you happy. So Fans know if that is a true song to who you are. So if you like it and you wrote it for yourselves, your fans are going to automatically like it most of the time just because of that fact. Because you mm-hmm. stay true to who you are. Yeah. Yeah, that and and not trying to necessarily just like fit into a formula, you know, because like so many bands, you know, we're starting to get back into to where a lot of bands are. There's there's a lot of newness happening again, uh, a lot of th- a lot of throwback happening again. And just like, you know, there was there was a good, you know, five to ten years where every, every like there was just this formula where every band was like you, you couldn't even tell some of them apart if you're yep. listening to the radio, you know. And now it's getting to the point to where people want something different. They want to hear something different. They don't. They don't want to hear another band that sounds like Breaking Benjamin. You know. So that's that was one of the goals. Is we want when people listen to Artifice, we want them to go, "Oh, that's Artifice." Just like you know, you put in Tool, you know that's Tool. Even if you don't know the song, you can be like, "Yeah, that's Tool." <laughs> you know. Oh, and- Tool. <laughs> I mean, even regardless if you're not necessarily a fan, you know, but we really wanted to have something that was just like different and stuck out and and didn't get lost in the mix. Yeah, I get that. I get that, truly. Um, Because it's funny that you mentioned that because especially this year, I've noticed I've talked to a lot of bands that have kind of gone back to that 80s power metal sound. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not people my age or older. It's some of the, it's like, I've, I've met a band um, not too long ago called Power Paladin. They're out of um, Ice, um, Iceland. And uh-huh. they're all, like, early 20-year-old, you know, dudes that play, that sound like fucking, you know, a good cross between Motley Crue and Def Leppard. It's like, what the hell is this? You know, it's like, <laughs> it, it, they're bringing that sound back. And, or the fact that, bands aren't sticking to one particular genre throughout an, uh, an EP or, you know, an, a whole LP sometimes. And they're constantly mm-hmm. evolving their sound throughout one entire album, you know, and you can't say, oh, well, that's that's metalcore and thrash and... Th-. No, it's just metal. And I like that because at that point, yes. it's like you, you can't gatekeep them because <laughs> it's just metal. And I love that when, you know, bands are finally starting to differentiate themselves like that by having all these different sounds and all these different things that go on in one one album and just making it completely different for themselves yeah it's like why why paint yourself into a corner you know like one one of my favorite bands is uh is silver chair and oh my uh, god yeah and i'll never forget <laughs> when they when they dropped uh when they dropped the album diorama the first time i listened to it i was like what the hell did i just listen to you know i was like there's nothing what i expected and uh it turns out to be one of my one of my favorite albums now you know and oh it was just because it was so different and it was such a stretch and um actually recently i heard daniel johns the singer talking about it and he said uh you know he felt like his whole career he'd been writing music painting with only black and grays and okay. the darker stuff and he said he wanted to paint with more colors and he wanted the music to have more colors and it just created this whole new thing and and it's definitely not for everybody 
but I, I really appreciate like somebody trying to step outside the box and make something a little different. In two years of doing this show, I don't think I've ever heard someone reference the, the band Silverchair. Oh, dude, I'm a silver chair freak. <laughs> they are. Um, but And to think, shit, in three years, I think it's 95, like, they've been around for 30 years. Yeah, since they were, like, kids. Yeah. Like, 15, 16 years old. <laughs> uh, these kids out of Australia, right? Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and their first song was tomorrow which was a fantastic song i'll never forget that i was in high school when that came out right man you just brought back now i need to go back and listen to some silver chair shit having some nostalgia happen huh (laughs) (laughs) and and you know what that's one of those songs too that from the 90s and this is one of those things i've talked about a lot too because i've had a lot of these quote-unquote you know bands that only had one or two hits but have been around for 30 years um that's one of those songs that I could probably listen to. I don't remember the last time I listened to it, but I remember every single word to that song. And those songs sure. just like, you know, transcend everything else. And it just, it stands the test of time. And it's like, holy shit. That's, a, yeah, that's, damn, man. You just made me get all really nostalgic for high school again. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, man. You did you did a number on me there. That was pretty that's pretty badass. Yeah, man, you're gonna be jamming some silver chair the rest of the night. <laughs> My girlfriend's gonna come home and she'd be like, Who the fuck is this? My girlfriend <laughs> liked it when I started jamming silver chair, so who knows? Maybe you're so too. <laughs> She's like ten years old younger than me, so she like like some of the stuff that I listen to, she she remembers from back in the day, but most of the stuff that we listen to together is like um current stuff. So um, mm-hmm. her favorite band right her favorite band right now is Bad Wolves, and um, oh nice yeah. And when I told her that I'm talking to them next week, she about freaked out and cried, and it was funny. She's gonna be standing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be talking to them while she's at work, so I don't have to worry about a fangirl going on. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a uh, it's. It, yeah, man, fucking, I love music. God damn it, I love music. Yeah, yeah. man, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's. Uh, I don't know where my life would be without it. I don't even know who I would be. <laughs> For sure. I mean, dead. I'd probably be some loser. <laughs> I'd probably be dead or in prison. I, I, I would probably be dead. I mean, I can... No doubt. Yeah, because the thing about it is, you know... Music is just so far beyond something to do while you're cleaning the house or while you're riding to work. You know, music is way beyond that. It's it's a connection between millions of people. It's a yeah, connection it's between cool. you and the, the artist. It's a connection. It, it's something that brings us all together. <clears throat> yeah, and it's a global language. You know, like people can can come together you know, that, that can't even understand each other speaking through music. And that, that's a pretty amazing thing. Absolutely. I love watching videos on YouTube of festivals across the country, across other countries. Um, like I love watching videos of old uh, rock am ring videos where, you know, bands from here go over to Germany 
and you see all these Germans and Austrians and all these people that don't speak the language singing words back to them in America, you know, singing back to them in English. And they're like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And I, and I know most, and probably some, about half of them probably speak English, but the other mm-hmm. half that doesn't, you know, still know, learn those, took the time to learn the words and basically understand what that means to them. And it, and it's such a powerful thing to see. And it's something you don't see in any other walk of life. I mean, even like opera, if you got to go there and you have to understand Italian most of the time, or you just kind of mm-hmm. feel what's going on or movies, yeah. everything is dubbed or, you know, subtitled same thing with television. Music is one of those things that no matter what, you know, even with, um, opera, I can say a lot of people have learned Italian just so they can understand opera, you know, mm-hmm. that take that time to really truly understand where that music and song is coming from. And it's, it's something that just doesn't happen outside of that. Yeah, no, totally. It's such a, it's such a like therapeutic thing. Back when I uh, was in college, uh, I went to school for percussion and uh, for, for a couple years there, I would uh, do these drum circles. And like, if, say if I went to go do a drum circle at your company, you know, everybody sits in this circle and you got the CEO of the company sitting next to the janitor. Everybody's on a level playing field and everybody's just drumming. And it doesn't matter how bad these people's day were, like what they were dealing with. At the end of that session, everybody was good. Everybody was feeling great. Everybody felt important, just as important as the next guy. And it was just like, it's an amazing thing to watch how it can just transform people's day. When you say a drum circle, I picture a bunch of hippies in tie dye that stink with long hair and smoking weed. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's basically, it's basically <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> hey, but you know what? If I see one of them, I'm joining in too. I don't give a fuck. No doubt, bro. <laughs> don't, uh, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> hell no! That that sounds like a great time. What are you talking about? All right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break here, and uh, let's go ahead and play another song off the album Reflections. Let's go ahead and play Leave Me for Dead. Um... 
that was Leave Me For Dead by Artifice off their album Reflections that came out last year. And let's go ahead and bring the boys back on. What up, what up? Scotty had to jump off. Yep, I was aware, he told me. Cool, cool. So now we're just down to two. And then there were two. (laughs) And then there were two. So him, Scotty, and I have been pretty much taking up the entire conversation. So, hey, that's he's a singer, man. That's his job. That's true. Right. <laughs> that's true. I mean, you know, the front man needs to be, you know, the one that talks the most. But at the same time, you know, we want to talk to you guys too and find out who you are as people. Wow. So, so that's, tell uh... me your deepest, most inner, darkest secret. Oh. <laughs> Man, you ain't even taking me out to dinner yet or nothing, bro. Hey, man, you know what? I, fuck that. I, I just, you know what? Let's just jump right into bed together and because that's the only way I'm truly going to know if I love you or not. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're, we're missing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what the fuck was I even talking about? Jesus Christ. I'm trying to um, make me tell you about deep, dark theories, but I can't divulge those. <laughs> You know, we were getting all, you know, motive, you know, inspirational and talking about this and that, you know, prior to the break and then come back and it's like, hey, let's fuck. You know, that's what we do here. Um, <laughs> I'm sure my girlfriend might have a problem with that, though. So let's just go ahead and leave that alone. Um, so how are you guys doing, though? I haven't really talked to you much in the last half an hour. So let's go ahead and just jump no, right in. Good, here. good, man. Doing great. Good. We play guitar. We're the guitar playing, too. <laughs> Hey, you know, guitar players have a voice, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I sing backup, too, so I guess that counts. Exactly. No, but... Sing backup when I have to. But at the same time, your, you know, your singer, your your singers, your fingers sing the melodies when (laughs) when you need to. And sometimes, like, the guitar parts in songs um, matter more than the words sometimes. I mean, they're definitely really important. One I of my different people different for, listen for different reasons, but you could argue they're both the same. Yeah, one of my favorite, and some people are gonna fucking just absolutely blast me for this because I've never said this out loud. I don't think. Um, off of back in the nineties, I can't remember if it was which album it was. Hold on, I'll say it real quick. It was off of. The Load album from Metallica. Their song Bleeding Me on that album had one of the best solos of any Metallica song out there. And people were like, off of fucking Load album? Yes, fuckers, off of the Load album, Bleeding Me has one of the best guitar solos ever. And every time I hear it, it just sends chills up my spine. Um, So... Yeah, I love talking to guitarists about just anything and anything and everything as well. So, you know, I mean, just thinking about that that solo now. Now I want to go listen to some Silver Chair and some a little bit of Metallica. Now it's a great fucking combination right there. Let me tell you. For sure, for sure. I am solos and uh, brass horns can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, um, so uh, uh, other than Metal in the Mountains, like I said, which was just announced yesterday, 
or Thursday for everyone listening on Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. Um, what else is planned for you guys for the rest of this year? Uh, we don't really have anything hard we can talk about right now because we're in the process of getting our summer uh, schedule together. But uh, there's hopefully going to be a couple, you know, uh, festivals come through that we'll be able to talk about here in the next couple of weeks, maybe months. And uh, you can definitely expect some tour dates in the coming future. We're working on some stuff right now. So uh, uh, just more touring. We want to promote, you know, the record. And oh, look, Scotty's back. And uh, yeah, more uh, more touring. We want to promote the record, get the word out, and just you know keep growing this family. Oh, I can't hear you. That was me. My bad. I muted myself. Um, one of the great things about <laughs> touring this year and having is having that album out there for now a year and three months now. Actually, so- it came out this January. Which one? No, Which... We started releasing uh, singles. Reflections came out. The first single came out in August, and the record dropped January fourteenth of this year. Of this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because then I'm being lied to. God damn it! Oh no! <laughs> Who lied to you? Amazon lied to me. Uh, well, you, maybe they do sometimes put like the uh, album release information as the year that the single starts dropping. And yeah, it says they did technically begin releasing last year. Maybe that's why it says January fourteenth. Says the whole album was released January fourteenth, twenty twenty one. Huh. It's See, definitely twenty twenty two. See, this is why I don't always trust. You know, this is why it's I sometimes. Dangerous. Well, not not even, not even Bezos. I can't I can't knock Amazon Music because they're one of my sponsors, so I can't talk shit. Um, right on. <laughs> but this is, this is why I kind of hate myself sometimes because I don't do a lot of research outside of what I already know on bands. Um, so I, it kind of bites me in the ass sometimes. Um, at least I didn't say I looked it up on Wikipedia. Oh no, no, I, I just you know whatever. And you wouldn't have found it because we don't have a Wikipedia page. So. <laughs> Too cool for Wikipedia, bro. You will tonight. Wikipedia I'm gonna make free. you. I'm gonna make you a Wikipedia page tonight. I wish you would, bro. I've been trying to figure out how to do that shit for like ten years. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I have no idea, but I I do it. It's just not for the as fun easy as you think. Well, like you, there's like yeah. a like a, a tunnel, you know, like of uh, amazing tunnels. You can't you make to your, work your way through. You can't make your own Wikipedia page, and if you try, they always somehow know it's you. <laughs> They're like, that's that son of a bitch again. Don't let him in here. And, and, Track his IP address. And how would you know? Did you are you have you have you fell victim to this? I don't know. I don't I'm just taking a step. No, <laughs> you definitely have to fell victim to that. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, I've even tried to get other people to do it and they have not had any success either, so I don't know. At this point we're like we're so almost offering a cash one. reward. <laughs> well the, th- the thing about it is, I mean, truthfully Regardless of how accurate Wikipedia is, it's, you know, one of the most searched things, number one. But then number two, anytime you do search a band or an actor, before their IMDb comes up, before, you know, anything else comes up about them, their Wikipedia page is always first. So it's like, it's like the best marketing tool fucking ever. So, yeah, that. They just they just don't want you in it. <laughs> they don't. All right. You gotta you gotta join the cool kids club, you know. 
I would love to figure that out. That would be that would be cool for so many fucking people. Yeah, no cool doubt. Kids club. Well, the <laughs> Wikipedia Cool Kids Club. Bro, um, I've been trying to figure out the Cool Kids Club for a long time. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not allowed in either. I don't. I don't know. I was never the Cool Kids Club. Yeah, I was always the outside looking in. You know that that kid. You know, looking inside of the the coffee shop. And on a rainy day, going, I wish I could go in there. That was always me. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Window shopper, I feel you, bud. And, and I'm still on the outside looking in. <laughs> right. Um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Truthfully, no. For for me, you, I, I can't say that. You'd yes. be away. I think if you're in the cool kids club early, it just makes you uncool later in life. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. go through the shit to become a to become a real man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a <laughs> like a spirit quest type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right of yeah, passage. something like that. I've yeah. always I've always wanted yeah. to go on a spirit quest. Yeah, me too. I'm just not sure I can handle myself of... on those kind of drugs. <laughs> you just go out to the you know the middle of the desert or some abandoned field and find. <clears throat> Find some shaman who, who, you know, can use special abilities and tell you, you must walk for 30 days. Mikey probably already knows that guy. Mikey is Trying that to go guy. to Peru and do <laughs> yeah. an ayahuasca trip. I was going to say that Mikey <laughs> is that guy. Mikey's our resident shaman. Ah, <laughs> oh, see? You should start uh, Shaman Saturdays, bro. Shaman Saturday. Yeah, go talking about psychedelics. Life advice, yeah. <laughs> Keeping your chakras in line. Yeah. For sure. Or you a know. guru. You'd be a good guru. <laughs> I'm not even sure what the fuck a chakra is, to be honest with you. If anyone yeah, can tell some, me, please something do. To do with it, something to do with energy. That's all. I just <laughs> imagine like some kind of like goes. some kind of like cross between a Jedi and a witch doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Jedi and a witch doctor. I think that's called Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I see. Now. Now. See. Now you got me all fucking flustered. I'm trying to. You know. Thinking about I'm Jedi to... witch doctors. <laughs> Jedi witch doctors. You're like doctors. I need to go on a spiritual journey. Become a Jedi. <laughs> I need I need an Obi Wan. Is to be honest with you, I need an Obi Wan. However, I'm starting I'm starting to lose faith in uh, in in the continuity of Star Wars, and I'm very upset by it. Oh, you mean yeah. the, its inability to transcend to real life? No, the <laughs> the the plot hole uh, the 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 plot holes oh, okay. and the uh, and the uh, the inconsistencies of time. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't. Know what inconsistencies of time you speak of? I'm sure there's definitely some plot holes along the way, but okay, hold hold on, we're gonna go nerd for a second oh. here. Oh, Let's God. go nerd. It's nerd wars. And two months or three months, Obi Wan Kenobi, the TV show comes out, and Ewan McGregor's back to play Obi Wan, and he still looks like he's in his 40s or 50s, and that time period that this show is about is between the time Luke was born. And the time when he's 16 to start, you know, going after the Empire. 
So you mean to tell me in 16 years he went from a 40-year-old to a, like a 90-year-old looking like he did in in, in A New Hope? <laughs> it's the force kept him together, you know? I mean, that's not a bad point. Okay, or or <laughs> or go go the other way. Between um, how old was Anakin at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith? 20, 25 years old? He's so 19, I think. Uh, 19, yes. Yeah, so 19. So from 19 to the time where Return of the Jedi ended was 20 years, 25 years, something like that. So he was 45 years old when his helmet came off and the dude looked like he was over 100. I mean... That's a, that's a good point, too. The, he got burned alive, bro. Like... <sighs> That's like, that. Like, half of his limbs were removed from his body, and, and he was burned in lava. <laughs> and using the dark side of the force definitely affects your physical appearance as well. Ooh, Ooh. see now that's a better okay. that's a better I mean, point than the burning right. alive part. Because... I mean, the burning alive part has a big plot in it. When he took his helmet off, he was all fucked up. Why? Because he burned alive. Yeah, but so we saw what he looked like. Palpatine, really? And God, who knows what that. You know, well, like we know why Palpatine mechanism of a suit does to his body, like could be just slowly deteriorating anyway. Well, at least Palpatine's, you know, time frame of you know age matches because throughout the entire you know prequel trilogy, he was old, and then he, I mean, yeah. you know, he got a, he electrocuted himself an and made himself thing. older. I know, but he, he electrocuted himself and made himself older because of what happened. You know, in in part two, I was say, he kind of got a cop out because when he got like reverse electrocuted. He looked fucked up no matter how old he exactly. was. Exactly. So there's no there's no continuity issue there. See, the thing about it is I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I mean, I'm wearing my Mando shirt right now. I love everything Star Wars. But I'm starting to, like, as I'm getting old, and I'm, I'm getting cynical in my old age, and I'm starting to notice inconsistencies and shit, and it pisses me off. Are you worried Disney's going to screw it up? <sighs> no, I mean, I'm I not. definitely worry about that. But <sighs> No, because I loved... The um the last three, I I really did love the last three movies, you know. Regardless yeah, of what people too. said, I I actually really did enjoy them. I thought they were good. Yeah, I They're thought so too. Favorite, but I mean, they were. And the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is super good. I love that. Exactly, show. and the Mandalorian is fantastic. So um. And the Book of Boba Fett was fantastic. And well, I know yeah. what it was, half of it was basically the Mandalorian. It was. It was Mandalorian Season 3, even though... Or Mandalorian Season 2.5, put it that way. Yeah. And then Mandalorian Season 3 comes out later this year. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, there's... There's... I love... See, other than music, nerd-isms are my favorite thing on the fucking planet. I can sit around and talk so Star Wars and... new Batman? I have not. Oh man, I loved it. See, I am not the biggest DC fan. Okay, I well, yeah, I noticed a lot of Marvel going on up above your head. There is nothing but Marvel behind me. Marvel and <laughs> Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Everything is yeah. Oh wait, I take that back. I do have one Harley Quinn right here. But other than I that, have a Harley Quinn for good measure. Yeah, I mean, other than that, <laughs> everything else is yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to get. I'm gonna have to send you a Batman, bro. I mean, I'd sport it. I mean, I w I wouldn't hide it. He's I like, mean, I'll take it. I will like. <laughs> you know, I love collecting my pop figurines, and I love you know whatever. But I, I'm just. It's so like DC's just so darkly rooted 
that it takes me out of everything. Yeah, yeah, DC is definitely hard. It, it's definitely a way darker look at at all that, and Marvel's Marvel's more, uh, I guess, what you would expect superheroes to be like. But in my opinion, it's also more grounded in reality. Sure. You know, like, when I read Spider-Man, I read about New York City. Yeah. There's no real life cities in anything from D.C., so it's hard. It it, it makes me come detached from it. Yeah, it yeah means, it's a whole it, new world. It's <laughs> dark, don't get me wrong, I, I which, but at the same time, I love the dark stuff from, from Marvel, whether it be um moon knight because that guy is fucking insane um right. and i can't wait to see what that that translates to on screen here in yeah, a couple weeks gonna be just gonna be thinking about poe dameron the whole time <laughs> <laughs> good old poe dameron um but you know whether or even some of the obviously some of the the deadpool stuff and x-men stuff is very dark as well but again it's least morbius the, is gonna be dark morbius has always been dark um yeah. it never comes out <laughs> April first. Yeah. April first. <laughs> they were they were smart. Uh, Sony was smart with that. They said, "Oh wait, let's go ahead and continue to ride the coattails of Spider Man: No Way Home, and let's go ahead and push that back a little bit." So I thought that was smart on their part. Yeah, yeah. So Sony so did April right 1st there. Gets there, and they're like April Fools. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I, I I wouldn't put it past Sony. Because the thing about it is the only thing that they've ever done good with anything Spider-Man outside of, like, the first two Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was um, Into the Spider-Verse. Outside of those three movies, they have done nothing good good. Man, I've got to see that. That's, like, the only one I haven't seen, and everybody says it's so good. Tobey Maguire for life. Yeah, I mean, the first two Tobey Maguire movies were great, and then Into the Spider-Verse was great. Both Andrew Garfield movies sucked. Um, you know, Tom Hardy as Venom is fun, but it's not like they're not. It's not great. Um, I can't hate on them, but at the same time, I can't go and like, oh, that was a great movie. It was just, it was fun. But I'm interested what what um, they do with uh, with uh, Morbius, and if it wasn't for Marvel actually being a you know part of the actual last three Spider-Man films, it wouldn't be as huge as it is. No, totally. They would have fucked totally. it up again. Yeah. See. Oh, uh, hey guys. So they're coming. They're coming to check us out right now at the hospital. So I'm gonna have to bounce out of here. Derek, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having us, and no we'd be glad to come back anytime, brother. Absolutely, so I'll man. Let the, I'll let these guys finish it out. All right. We'll take care and um, help help make sure your girlfriend gets okay. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. All right. Now, now there were two. Then we're back. <laughs> and we went off on a little bit of tangent there, you know, talking comic books and nerds stuff. Yeah, it happens when it, you get it, a bunch happens. of nerds together. It does. And yep. it had, you know, because the thing about it is um, there's so many music nerds that are also comic book nerds, too. So this this conversation happens more often than not on this show. Oh, I'm sure. Which I am completely fine with because... We get really, really dark on this show um, with some of the content that I discuss. Um, so having a light, happy, filled, 
you know, nerdgasm of a television show, I mean, a television show of a, of a of a podcast. I'm all about, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. I had one episode I did last year where it was we talked nothing but professional wrestling for an hour and a half. So we didn't even talk yeah. about music, like literally. Wouldn't even be able to contribute to that one. <laughs> Not much anyway. Um, but no, that, that's again, that's the thing I love about doing the show the way I do it. It doesn't really focus on your music. It doesn't really focus on the band as a whole. It, it talks about, we talk about who you guys are as individuals. Um, we let the music speak for itself. Yeah, we played two songs. We're getting ready to play a third as our outro here in a few minutes. But we have really haven't talked about you guys as a band. We've talked a little bit about it. But it's more been about what, what the music means to your fans, what the music means to yourselves. And talking about comic books, talking about wrestling, or talking about Star Wars or whatever else kind of gives the whole new perspective to your fans that they might not have seen before and it only makes them love you even more and appreciate your music even more. Oh, these guys are total nerds. For sure. My fans know I'm a nerd. <laughs> they see this shit around me every day. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't, doesn't, you know, doesn't matter to me. Call me a nerd, whatever. I'll wear my Mando shirt a... to a fucking festival. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, that's like a... I wear that like a badge of honor. You're like, you call me a nerd? Hell yeah. <laughs> My nerds are cool now. It's different. Yeah. It's different time. When I was younger, they weren't, but uh, now nerds are in, so <laughs> I'm down with it. <laughs> nerds rule the world. They do now. I mean, look at Elon Musk. That guy is a fucking total nerd. For sure. And he's what? The he's second alien. super he, rich nerd. He's the second or third <laughs> richest person in the entire world. I want to be a rich nerd. I wish I could be a rich nerd. I wish I could just expensive be expensive hobby for sure. It is an expensive ass hobby. I, if I could have a you know a house that looks like you know <laughs> Professor X's you know <laughs> house for the gifted, I would be all about it. <laughs> oh hell yeah! An entire sure, house, yeah. an entire house dedicated to nothing but X Men shit. Hell yeah, let's do it. I'm there. I'll, I'll... I'm not a massive X Men fan, but I go check that shit out. That would be the ultimate. Ultimate, ultimate. I'm hoping. I want to take like uh, what's what does he call like Cerebro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to like take that room and make that my studio. <laughs> Just beam artifice in everybody's brains. Just like instead of like a big open room, you know, where he would normally see all the mutants across the world, it's just like speakers, just like everywhere <laughs> and like full 360 degree surround sound. You'd be. We'd be deaf, but it would be awesome in the process. Most likely. I mean, I can turn it down low. It would just sound really, really good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like on like one, you it would still be like you know bumper. <laughs> <laughs> it would be one of those things where every time a you know a bass hit, you know, anytime a bass drum or bass, you know, anything happens, you would just move back a little bit, and your hair would poof up and be like shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. The album's going really well for you guys, and um, like I said, you guys have had plenty of time to prepare for this and get everything out, and got Metal in the Mountains coming up um, in August. You've got some other stuff that you can't talk about yet, um, but we're ready as a, as a fan base for you guys to get out there and kick some ass. I'll see you there in August at Metal in the Mountains, but... Um, awesome. 
you guys are fucking amazing to talk to, and I had so much Let's fun. Do an inter- in-person interview. Oh yeah, we, we will. That. We will definitely when we meet up. We will definitely do an in-person. Um, that's the whole point of me going to these festivals. Is talk to you guys face to face. So, um, you guys absolutely kick ass, and I love your music. I love the new album. It's fantastic. Um, just continue doing what y'all are doing, and uh, stay safe out there on the road. And we will definitely try it again soon. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, stay safe, guys. We'll talk again. See you, bud. All right, bye. Bye, guys. All right, and that was Artifice out of Jackson, Tennessee. Hope you all enjoyed that conversation, because I certainly fucking did. Got a little nerdy there toward the end there. I love the nerd shit. You all know that. Nothing wrong with being a nerd. So, what a way to start! What a way to start off the week! What a way to finish up the week! Ugh. So, again, if you haven't got your tickets to Metal in the Mountains yet, please fucking do. Um, Metal in the Mountains. Again, Lines of Loyalty, Ginger, Artifice, Stabbing Westward, Messer, who I had on two weeks ago, all going to be there, plus a lot more coming up, so definitely listen, you know, definitely look out for that, all the different stuff going on there, Metal Mountains in West Virginia, going to be a great fucking time, um, August 25th, 26th, 27th, and 28th of this year, so definitely check that out, but we're going to go ahead and close out with one more song by Artifice off of their album Reflections called Legacy. So guys, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. We'll see you all tomorrow. Here is Legacy by Artifice. Peace.